let me ask but, you guys. Besides, besides the kicking game, the Bucks don't believe in special teams. Let me yeah. ask you guys this. First, in the case of Scotty Miller, Evan, you talked about it. Um, the guy's a, a punt gunner. With And this is actually a good point to kind of dive into the next segment, or really kind of the last segment I want to talk about here before we go ahead and end off, because we've already been going for over an hour on here. Uh, other teams made roster cuts throughout the day as well. A lot of different types of players got cut from a lot of different types of teams. When you guys take a look at all the other cuts that were made around the league, are there any names that jump off the page? Because people have been talking about this throughout the entirety of preseason. Hey, when other teams make their cuts, special teams guys, maybe the Bucks will look into it. Offensive linemen, maybe the Bucks will look into it. Are there any names that jump off the page to you guys in terms of um, roster moves that other teams made that the Buccaneers may look to add that could result in maybe a guy like Scotty Miller getting cut or maybe uh, a, a guy like a, a backup linebacker or something along those lines getting cut? Just kind of what are your guys' thoughts on those situations? Two names that I that just popped off to me. One of them more boring than the other. Joe Haig, and I told you about this, he got cut, and I could see the Buccaneers reaching for depth and going back to a familiar face, even though it's not exciting, and I don't see him challenging for a starting spot. Um, we're like one injury away from crisis mode. So, you know, it might be nice to get some familiar familiarity, a guy who knows the team, knows the plays, get him back. Um, and Alex Leatherwood was the one that I saw as kind of a slashy one. I was surprised to see him go, and I know that he struggled and he hasn't lived up to the hype um, of where he was drafted, but a guy who could maybe play tackle or guard, could you kick him inside? And Potentially you're looking at a situation where next year this will be an issue that the Bucs will have to address in the offseason. Who's going to play left guard? You know, that's going to be a problem. Right? Ryan Jensen will come back, and maybe you can move Hainsey to guard. Uh, Stinning might be, you know, depending on the rehab and everything like that, he might be back to full strength, but it's not like Stinney was the lock, stock, and barrel. He was in a competition with guys who, frankly, haven't played that well in the preseason. So I, I kind of feel like if you could get Leatherwood, granted there is some uh, specificities within his contract that he would have to guarantee the future of his contract because he's under, if you claim him from waivers. Um, but he could be a short-term fix and a long-term fix simultaneously, um, which I think is interesting. Uh, so his name just kind of like, you know, kind of jumped off. But I would just say biggest concern to me is just consistently one, because it, we, you can't, you can't go in. I feel like it's a tough position to go into the season with no depth. And our depth is getting like dangerously thin, just getting run through a little bit. And it makes me nervous. Like we all remember last year what happened when Wells uh, had to play when Tristan Wirfs got hurt in the playoffs. And, you know, Josh Wells looked like, you know, and he was falling down well. Uh, it, it was bad. So, you know, I, I just, I, I, you know, I, I saw Joe Haig and it was like, all right, Joe Haig, that wouldn't surprise me. And then I saw I was Leatherwood and I said, that would be nicer than Joe Haig um, as two people who are out there. Those would be positions. As far as special teams, the Bucks won the Super Bowl with terrible special teams. So obviously they don't, you know, as long as they got a kicker and a punter that they feel are good, they're not going to invest a lot of time and focus and energy into it. So it doesn't surprise me that that just keeps falling by the wayside, even though it'd be nice. Um, so offensive line depth to me would be right at the forefront. Nevin, your thoughts here. Yeah, uh, the the note on, on Leatherwood is basically um, if you were to claim him off of waivers, you take on his whole contract. There is no negotiating a new contract. It's not, that's the difference between releasing a player and waiving a player. And I've actually got this question a lot today 
what's the difference between waiving and releasing releasing is you're a free agent and you can sign with any team right away waiving is you basically you don't have a choice of where you go and you don't even know where you're going until tomorrow at i think noon i think that's the deadline um, when you'll figure that out so in terms of leatherwood if the buccaneers were to put in a waiver claim and let's say the buccaneers it goes with the draft order so the buccaneers are 27th so they're down there um and let's say you know no team claims and no team claims and the bucks have that claim in they get him but you also pick up his contract and right now for this season he has about eight million dollar cap hit so that's why i wouldn't expect them to put in a claim for him now if he goes unclaimed through waivers he becomes a free agent then he can sign with anybody uh, then that's a different game because that can be a different cap hit. Clearly there's some talent there. He really struggled, struggled uh, with the Raiders. I mean, he was a first round pick. He lasted one year. I mean, that is, that's wow. struggling. Uh, it's crazy. And yeah, it's, you know, so um, I, it wouldn't shock me. Uh, I don't know if I would expect it just because like they don't have Hainsey playing his natural position. They don't have Luke Gedeke playing his natural position, even though they're trying to make him a guard. They try to make Hainsey a center. Uh, Leatherwood has played in the NFL, like tackle, right? He played tackle at Alabama, played a little bit of guard. But I just think if they're going to go for depth, they're going to go for more experience. And Joe Haig is actually an interesting one. While I don't think Joe Haig is pretty good, like I, I, just, I just don't think he's very good. I agree. The familiarity there does help. Um, yeah. That helps. And – I mean, you know, he hasn't played in a little bit, but like Earl Watford's been campaigning on Twitter. I don't think that's going to happen, but just another name that's familiar with, with the system and everything. Sure. Um, that's always a bonus, but um, I, I'm not sure. I, I think if, if there were to add anybody, it would likely be on the interior. Uh, it wouldn't be any starting level player. So if you're expecting a guy to come in and be like a starter, I wouldn't expect that. But I think they would like a veteran to be a backup because just like you guys said, what happens if Hainsey were to go down or Gedeke were to go down? Um, Billy, you know, you mentioned next offseason, maybe needing a left guard. Hope, I think, and the Bucks hope this too, you know, they just put a second round pick in Luke Gedeke. So you're, you're hoping, even if he struggles a little bit, you're hoping he shows signs. Um, and you also have to kind of almost feel bad for Gedeke because he's being thrown to the wolves here. Uh, this is, I don't think the situation that the Bucks expected, I think the Bucks expected Aaron Stinney to kind of run away with the left guard job and have Gedeke yeah. sit for a year. And now all of a sudden it's, Oh, Gedeke, you're the starting left guard on a team that's trying to win. Yeah. Um, so I think the hope is that he can show a bit more development and then you won't have to worry about it, but I mean, you know, that, that may come up. And, uh, but I agree that O-line depth and maybe somebody to, to look just you know, everybody's bringing up the O line or whatever. I just want to bring up another position. Can they find a maybe a, a better fifth corner than D Delaney? Do you do you find an upgrade there that can play special teams? Um, you know, I, I don't know all the names that are out there right now, but uh, you know, and there's also before these cuts, there were still a lot of free agents available anyway, so they can still sign any of them too. So uh, there's a lot of options out there. It wouldn't surprise me if they do add somebody or even add a, a veteran to their practice squad. It's like I said, with the new rules, you can do that. So it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, when I, when I think about guys that, that they could add, right? You know, practice squad included. Evan, you're going to love this. Hey, bring back Josh Rosen. You know, why not <laughs> bring him home? Bring uh, my I guy. Mean, home. It's gonna be it's gonna be Ryan Griffin for the gazillion times. Nah, so. Josh Rosen. 
Marlon Mack's available. Bring bring a USF guy home, you know, maybe practice squad, something along those lines. Sony Michelle, former Patriots running back, you know, maybe he's a guy that could get a look. Uh, uh, Justin Bethel was actually just released from the Patriots. He's a special teams guy that I think that, could provide. That's one I would, I mean, and that's also familiar. That's Arizona. You know, Bruce Arians could, uh, you know, kind of advise on that one. I'm not sure if he crossed paths with Jason Light or not, but that's one maybe you could look out for. And Justin Bethel played for New England. I'm not sure if him and Brady crossed over either. So. And another couple of guys, too, just in terms of the interior offensive line. I'm looking at a couple of lists now in terms of the people that other teams have cut. Uh, and I said this on Twitter earlier today. Austin Ryder of the Kansas City Chiefs, that is another guy. Uh, started 38 games, I think, at center in the league. He's a guy, which I know the expectation is that they're he's going to sign back with the Chiefs practice squad or something along those lines. Hey, Buccaneers, maybe swoop in and say, hey, we'll give you a spot on our 53-man roster. Maybe as a backup center, something along those lines. You guys did mention Joe Haig. He's possibly an option in there as well. We'd have to wait and see. I like the idea of Alex Leatherwood if he does clear waivers. If not, obviously, you don't want to pay a guy like that $8 million if he's not very good, of course. So I, I, I don't think it would only be a situation where if he clears waivers, that would be a really interesting situation. Um. Josh Andrews of the New Orleans Saints, Nick Martin of the New Orleans Saints, a couple of backup veteran offensive linemen as well who, like what you guys said, I think we're all in agreement, right? That, hey, veteran offensive linemen, that, that's yeah. probably the move at this point, you know? Yeah. They, they need some more experienced depth. I think all three of us have been saying this, right? When Hainsey goes down, you don't have, or not when, I shouldn't say <laughs> when. <laughs> if if Hainsey goes down, you don't have... An experienced guy, you know, a guy who's started at center in the league for at least a little bit to kind of take that place. You have some undrafted guys, some guys who Buccaneers like their versatility, but no guys who've gotten live game action. And that's kind of the biggest difference there and the biggest thing that you got to get out of some of these guys. So that's what I think would be the biggest thing. And like you said, Evan, there's still guys out there who have that ability who just haven't been signed yet. So maybe this is something they may do. Maybe it's something they they may wait on. I'm not sure. Uh, I could see them adding a couple of guys like that to their practice squad at the very least, you know? Maybe right. some guys who who got cut from this roster um might not make it because the Bucks may say, "Well, you know, we're going to bring a couple of vets along." and decide that, okay, if we need to elevate somebody on game day as a backup center, then we'll do that. Maybe that's what they decide to go mm-hmm. with. I'm not too sure. I also like always the spicy, uh, you know, additions of, hey, bring Josh Rosen home. Why not Marlon Mack? Sony Michelle, bring it in. But also Justin Bethel as well. That's, that's a guy that I think, like you said, Evan, could legitimately get a look given his history with the Patriots, given his history with the Arizona Cardinals, among others. Um, so kind of what are your guys' thoughts on that? Sony Michelle wouldn't shock me um, to be on the practice squad. Uh, there's obviously a familiarity with Brady. Uh, that's the biggest thing. That's why Sony Michelle really wouldn't shock me. They might bring back Patrick Laird to the practice squad, but like right now, like doesn't seem like they're like, – they only had – they only cut one running back, so it's not like they have a bunch to put on the practice squad. Um, so Sony Michelle could be that option. 
Um, possibly Leonard Fournette dealt with a few injuries last year. It wasn't just one Giovanni Bernard really a, a lot of the time last year was missed due to injury. Um, so, you know, w- what happens there, if both those guys go down, then you're stuck with a rookie Rashad white and then Keyshawn Vaughn again, you could have a little bit more depth than in Sony Michelle. Got Keyshawn Vaughn. I know I sneak, you know, there. um, but uh, yeah, I, I think those those names uh, c- could make sense. Uh, I'm sure you guys already brought this up, but I saw it in the chat one more time. So before you, you, you know head out, since it's been a little bit probably since you talked about this, uh, Logan Ryan was cut, but not really cut. <laughs> like he, he was he was cut. Like technically he was released, but um, somebody said they weren't surprised that Ryan was was cut. Well, he'll be back. Uh, about a 95 percent chance. Who wants to tell me back? Yeah, you see, he he will be back, and um, yes, and also there's a lot of in the chat. Yeah, OJ Howard is not coming back, so uh, that's no. To to explain the OJ Howard situation real quick too, from what I've gathered from online, you know, reporting and whatnot, it seems like it's a very similar situation where OJ yes. Howard is going to be expected back with the Bills, so that's not necessarily going to be a situation where. Uh, you know, OJ Howard's going to make his triumphant return to Tampa and have a, a one, you know, a, a, a role with the Bucks again. Besides, they've already got four tight ends on this roster with Cam Brake, Kyle Rudolph, Kate Otten, and Co'Keefe. All those guys showcase some good things. Oh, and I mean, when Gronkowski comes back in November. Right. When Gronkowski and Edelman come in in November, too, you know, there's there's really not going to be any room. Hey, yeah. And, and you see you see the thing that Edelman said? He said he's feeling really good and yeah. that yeah. He, he could come back. Uh, we're going to just we're going to be sitting here all season now going, hey, Edelman, how you doing? We joked about it. But now, you know, it's it's oh. just it's just crazy, man. One more name I want to throw out there too from the New England Patriots is uh, Henry Anderson, who also has a little bit of a history with I with think Todd Bowles. Yeah, with Todd Bowles yeah. and I think Brady. Whenever they spend time together, he's another guy. You know, if you want to add some veteran into your defensive line depth, Henry Anderson can be another guy in that mix as well. But yeah. um, uh, the, the the this fifty three is not the final fifty three. That's sure. You, you have to get to 53. That's what today was. You had to get to 53. That doesn't mean you have to keep all 53 of these guys. I remember actually 2018, uh, Will Clark had made the team. He was the defensive end. He had made the team. A few days later, the Browns put Carl Nassib on waivers. The Bucks picked up Carl Nassib off waivers and released Will Clark. It was you know, the 53-man roster was set, but then you have that move. So that's important to remember that this list of players – it may be different in three days. Real quick, too, I did see somebody say in the chat asking, why did Carl Nassib make this roster? You know, and I, I don't that. know many guys out there who love Carl Nassib. Am I, am I, Billy, am I right here? I mean, whenever you talk about guys, just, you know, I mean, geez, why did he make the roster? You know, Billy, do you have anything to comment on regarding that? Why did Carl make the roster? People don't like Carl. I'm not aware of this. People don't like Carl Nassib. I think it was just one comment. In People are slept on? Carl Nassib is a very solid rotational edge rusher who in his two seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers has provided 12 and a half sacks. The only success I could say really for his entire career yep. is the rest of his career with the Raiders and the Browns has not been nearly as effective. But in the Todd Bowles system and even in the Dirk Cutter-led attack – Prior to Todd Bowles coming, Carl Nassib was very effective in Tampa, and I would expect him to maintain a solid level of production as a rotational piece with Anthony Nelson. 
Yeah, ab absolutely. And, you know, just to put a, put a final bow on this, and then there are a couple more things I want to talk about, but to put a final bow on this, you know, like Evan said, folks, there's still going to be a lot of moves made throughout, you know, today. Well, not today. Tomorrow. Maybe. Anything in that. You no, know, we're going to be here at like 1 a.m. <laughs> making videos. We're going to be back here at 1 a.m., guys. We're all going to be very tired. But look, there's still a lot of stuff to be done here between today, tomorrow, maybe even the day after. Like, a lot of different stuff's going to happen, man. So, you know, like Evan said, this is just the initial 53-man roster, so pay attention to it. You know, let's see what else the Buccaneers continue to do. This is not set in stone. There's much fluidity towards the bottom half of a roster, folks, so let's just kind of all wait and see what happens throughout this process.